Looking to take you and your real estate business to the next level? You're in the right place. Laying foundations for real estate success? This is the No Fluff, No BS podcast about real estate for real estate agents and other industry professionals looking to up their game. Unfiltered short form sales meetings, interviews with agents from every walk of life, and ramble sessions about everything real estate. Welcome to a new mindset. You are listening to Reraw. And now, introducing your host, James Hoff. Good morning. Happy Monday. You made it through another weekend. Congratulations and welcome to our Monday morning sales meeting, you guys. I got to tell you, it is, uh, it's always a pleasure to come off of the weekend because you never know what kind of stories you're going to hear from uh, all the crazies uh, <laughs> that are following us here at Reroth. So uh, I love you all very much. And thanks for all the uh, the battle stories and, uh, you know, the trench warfare that, that goes on out there on the weekends. I love hearing about it. Keep those emails coming in and, uh, you know, the posts in the groups and stuff like that. I just, uh, I love seeing them. So um, really quick before we hop into our sales meeting today. Um, please make sure if you've not already done so that you head over to Facebook. And if you are an active licensed realtor, you can join our real estate raw Facebook group. So facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash real estate raw. Make sure you answer those few questions that we ask before you uh, get accepted into the craziness. And uh, we'll see you over there. So hop on uh, to Facebook as soon as you can and join that. And if you've not subscribed to the YouTube channel, then you need to make sure you do that as well. Just head over to youtube.com uh, and uh, search Rera R-E-R-A-W, and make that happen. Well, it's that time of the week. It's that time of the morning. It's that time of time that you need to break out the journals. Open them up. Let's take a look at how you did this past week. Let's see how everything ultimately turned out. We got our special re-raw journals for those in the re-raw 100. For the rest of you, if you're uh, if you're out there working out of a notebook or whatever it is that you got, make sure that you uh, keep track of what you're doing on a weekly basis. You should have a an upcoming week, like a goal, uh, an action plan. This uh, The topic today is going to be all about actions, and it's really important that you uh, that you have an action plan. Uh, not just for your real estate business, but for your personal life. Having an action plan is important because it makes sure that you're actually getting specific things done. A lot of times what we do is we talk about how we intend to list a house. I want, you know, I'm going to go on five appointments and I'm going to I'm going to get one deal or whatever it is. But we forget all the actions. Well, how are you going to get that appointment? What actions are you going to take to get your appointments, to get your listings, to get your all the stuff that comes with it? Right. So it's not enough to have a goal. You have to have the action plan to go along with that. So make sure that you are specific. The more specific you are, the better it's going to be. And then as we talk about regularly, take a look at things that were working for you and figure out what worked and, and carry that over to the next week and keep on doing it. Double down, triple down on the things that are working. The things that are not working, figure out if it's not working because you're not working or if it's not working maybe because... It's just not a good strategy. It's not something that you should be doing, okay? And anything that's not working because it's not working, you need to get rid of it. Anything that's not working because you're not working, you better get your shit together. It's time to play ball. Start being specific with your actions so that you can achieve your goals, achieve what needs to be done. All right, let's hop into our 
our topic this week. In fact, it's all about actions. Um, you know, we've we've had the sales meeting previously where we talk about, you know, not over leveraging technology to the point that you automate yourself out of the business. And I was having a, a great conversation. Uh, I hope you don't mind, Ann Riley, I'm calling you out. Um, but I was having a great conversation with Ann Riley, one of my Reraw 100 members, and we were talking about action plan. We were talking about protecting our time, and uh, and I wanted to I wanted to kind of share with you a few things that came out of that conversation that that ultimately inspired revisiting this uh, with you. So first and foremost, you have to protect your time. It's easy to get distracted in this business. We have to protect time for ourselves. And one of the things that we often forget to do is we forget to schedule appointments with ourselves for ourselves. And if you're always flexible with the appointments you schedule for yourself and you can always just cancel that meeting and and go to another showing or take a client out at any time and whatever you're doing is not important enough to push an appointment or to set an expectation that you'll meet up with somebody later or whatever the case may be, then you're going to wind up in a really difficult position because you're never actually going to have time to get anything done that that needs to be done, right? You're not going to have time to do the actions that we're about to talk about. And the reason you won't have that time is because you don't protect your time. You always make your time available at the beck and call of whoever uh, wants it. And you run, you just run a lot of risks when you play the game that way. So one thing that Ann Riley and I were talking about were was, hey, a lot of times we don't get done what we need to get done because we didn't set fair expectations for ourselves. And you have to block your time out, not, not time block like I'm going to prospect for three hours. No, you have to schedule an appointment. This is my time to do this very specific thing. So prospecting for three hours, you might be like, all right, I'm doing one hour of letters. I'm doing one hour of cold calling and I'm doing one hour of whatever, reaching out to my sphere. But you're very specific. The appointments that you make with yourself have very specific actions assigned to very specific time blocks that you protect. And if somebody reaches out and infringes on that, or you have to take that call, you say, actually, I'm at an appointment right now, but I can meet with you in an hour or I'm at an appointment right now. I can meet with you in, you know, two hours or tomorrow morning or on Thursday at three, like whatever. Right. But guys, we have to start protecting our time and our own appointments with ourselves. It's so funny that time is what we don't get any more of. Like whatever you get is what you like. We all have the same amount of hours in the day. The people who win are the ones who are protective of their time and they set appropriate expectations. Sometimes we're afraid to hear no and we're afraid to lose a prospect. Guys, if you lose a prospect because you're defending your time, think of how many people you're think of how many prospects are not going to ever become customers because of that one person that you always drop your prospecting for to go show houses. You have if you set appropriate and fair expectations, these types of things do not become problematic. Is this making sense? Are you catching this? All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the actions that go within that protected time. This kind of ties into automation. And the reason I wanted to bring this up today is because I'm looking at technology. I'm looking at the automation. I'm looking at the the technical things that we leverage to try and create efficiencies. And what I've realized, and in my conversation with Ann Riley, there was a, a light bulb that turned on and I was like, you know what it is? It's not just about creating efficiency. People are leveraging technology. Agents are leveraging technology to try and get out of the action. We're leveraging technology to do all of the prospecting for us so that we don't have to do it. 
It's no, and, and when you do that, it becomes no different than you just buying leads from these big dogs out there or paying somebody else to do the lead gen for you. Guys, the, the, the technology should not be replacing the actions that make you the money. They should be supporting and supplementing them. They should be buying you time, helping you become more efficient. But when you leverage technology to replace all of your actions, then what you do is you take the humanity out of the business. If you have an automated, you know, a bot that's there to respond on a regular basis for you and it never actually gets the, the prospect to a point where they're scheduling time to talk to you on the phone, then you're you're misleveraging the bot. If you if you've got uh, an auto email, a drip campaign, or whatever, and it never you never inject the personal contact, guys. The 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 technology is there to buy you time so that you can inject the action of of a call, of a cup of coffee, of a conversation with an actual human being in a human kind of way so that you can build rapport. And what's happening is we get so excited about the shiny objects. We get so excited about the new technology, the new capabilities of technology, and we're not properly evaluating whether it's good or bad, or maybe the better part is that we should evaluate is we're not, we're not paying attention to how to use it and implement it in our business. You know, the, the, uh, there's, I, I don't know if it's a quote or a saying or whatever you want to call it, but you know, they, I've, I've heard my whole life, like, uh, everything's a hammer except a screwdriver, right? Is that the, I think that's the saying everything's a hammer except a screwdriver. So like you ever see like your dad or your, your spouse or anybody else for that matter, like they, you know, they pick something up and they're like, ah, oh, man, I need a hammer. And you just, I mean, you pick up a book and just start like, you know, just start bam, pounding it into whatever you're trying to hammer, right? So the, the point is, is like a lot of times we try to use technology in the way that it's intended and the way that the creator wanted it to be used, but be creative with how you use technology, with how you, uh, with how you leverage that for your automation or to buy you time. A lot of times we get so focused on the, the shiny object and so excited about its intended use from whatever the cre whoever the creator is, but that creator doesn't actually have experience in our role and may not be able to properly apply that technology to the world that we work and live in on a regular basis. It's your job to figure out how that technology, how those tools can supplement your actions, but not replace them. See, the problem is when the, when the technology comes in and you're like, man, this is so cool. This does all the good shit for me. I don't have to do anything anymore. Well, then now you're not in control of your business, right? You're no, you're no longer in control of your business. Let me, let me share another thing with you. Let's, let's talk about it in a different way. Um, I've, I've been dealing with uh, some car issues. I'm going to leave uh, brand and everything out of it, but I've been dealing with some uh, with some with some car issues, uh, luxury vehicle, and uh, those those car issues all stem from the fact that there's so much technology inside of the vehicle that it becomes difficult to identify problems and difficult to ultimately repair because seeing the problem isn't something that we're able to do the way that we used to be able to. 
there's so many computers and so much different wiring and high speed technology in a, a modern vehicle that it makes it difficult to replace. Like if you're a if you're a self-proclaimed car guy, if you will, and you like working on cars, you probably don't want to work on a 2019 uh, Lexus whatever because there's a lot more computer work than there is the fun taking the engine apart and putting it back together like you could do with like a, a 1970 you know, or 1980 uh, Corvette or something, right? Like one, one of the, I'm not a car guy, by the way, if you haven't figured that out, I suck at it. But, uh, but my point is, is the issues that I've been having with this vehicle all stem from the the fact that there are so many computers running the show and it becomes difficult to diagnose the problem because the computers are good at hiding what the problem is and masking it it's like the it's like taking the drug test after you've had the the stuff that covers up the the stuff that you took right and I, I know I'm going on deep rabbit holes here and all these little tangents in this sales meeting today but I can't I can't over articulate uh, how important it is for you to not let, like take the human out of the business because you've over leveraged technology to replace the necessary actions, right? So we use computers to fix computers instead of humans to fix computers now, right? And we use computers to fix car engines instead of using our fingers and our tools, right? Because we have so much technology in there. And it's scary. It becomes dangerous in some ways. And I just, I have to encourage you to look at the technology and evaluate, is this here to enhance me as a human being and support me with my human message and the operation that I've got? Or is this here to replace me as a person? Guys, I understand if you want to do a million deals, you're going to have to leverage technology. Please, please realize that I am not telling you that technology is bad. I'm just telling you that unfortunately, we get so often excited about these cool systems that we over systematize everything so that it can, so that the systems in the tech can perform all the shit that we don't want to do as an agent. And then we wonder why we suck at the action because we never have to do anything. People go, well, I'm having a difficult time closing. I, I know how to generate leads, but converting and closing the lead, I'm having a difficult time. And I go, why is that? And they go, well, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I feel like I, I'm comfortable when I talk to people, but it's hard because they, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about my message and, and my whatever. And I, and I, the question I ask is, well, you know, what's, what's the floor play look like? Like, what's, what's the pregame? How are you teeing it up? You know, and what what are you doing? And the answers, sadly, are very often that, well, I got the lead off of this system and then it was nurtured by that system and then it was followed up by another system and then I had a VA do the following and then somebody else jumped into the equation to prequal and here we are now, but I can't seem to convert. And I'm like, yeah, it's because you're trying to convert. You've never even had a conversation with them yet. You've let all of the systems perform the action. The conversation is the action. The consultation is the action. You being a human being and conversing with others is the action. 
Yes, you need that loan officer to be part of your process to pre-approve, and you should have drip campaigns to fill in the void when you're out with another client and you want someone to still see your face from time to time, but it can't replace the you until you just show up with a piece of paper. Guys, you have to inject the humanity into the, hum the, the human into the conversation. If you're not, then you're missing out on the biggest opportunity. You're missing out on your chance to shine. You know, I've got, um, I, I've talked a lot about the the ClickFunnels pages. And like, for example, guys, by the way, you can go to rerawstore.com, R-E-R-A-W-S-T-O-R-E, rerawstore.com, and you can actually get one of my campaigns. And yes, it does use ClickFunnels. You get a two-week free trial, and you're welcome to, uh, to download that, that two-week free trial. And if you hate it, then cancel it. I don't really care. Um, but you get access to exactly how I leverage ClickFunnels along with social media, along with direct mail and postcards. Like It's all one big working system. But you know what I don't do? I don't take the human being out of the equation. I use the technology to add the human into it. So I leverage ClickFunnels to give people an opportunity to meet me and to hear my voice and see my face on these landing pages that I create, right, with custom videos and all this stuff, right? I give them a chance to meet me. I humanize that engagement, that interaction, because I give them a place to see, hear, you know, watch me, right, and, and, and consume my energy. And then by the time I get to talk to them, they're like, I feel like I've already been talking to you because I'm actually talking to you, not like a robot, which has a place, by the way, but like maybe more on the front end. And then it, you have to have the ability to talk to you or to watch something that you made, right? So it's we, we have to think about how we're using technology. Are we, are we putting it in position to automate everything and to take the place of the actions that we should be performing. I have a strange suspicion that if you're having a hard time closing, it's because you're too front-loaded with tech that takes you out of the equation and the responsibility to add value. And if you start adding value on the front end, then you'll realize very quickly, very quickly, that you've done so by just being a real person, by actually conversing and talking to somebody, adding value adding solution into your business, into your campaigning, into the way that you prospect and, and, and acquire leads and do business and your closings will be better. You've got to protect your time, be specific with the actions you're going to perform during that time, but ultimately those actions have to be performed by you and supported by technology, not technology that you created or leveraged to take you out of the equation so that it can do the action while you sit back and eat popcorn. That's not how it works. You gotta remember something. It's real agents that work. Real agents work. You have to be one of them. That's all I got for you. Happy Monday. Have a fantastic week. If you've not joined our Facebook group, please go over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash real estate raw or just type in real estate raw in the uh, search function on Facebook, and you're more than welcome to request to join. Appreciate you answering a few questions so I know what type of value you're looking for. And uh, we still have opportunities with the Reraw 100. If you're looking for small group intimate coaching, you can go to reraw.com forward slash 100. Lots of good things coming out there. And uh, 
what else did I want to say? I guess that's it. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. You guys have a kick-ass week, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.